Yeah, you know you can't be mad at it. Hi guys. Hi everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. We have some fun stuff planned for yeah, today. Yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. Yes, I think that a lot of people are like, this is always like the unspoken, the things that you yeah. want to talk about, but you don't really know how to talk about it. You don't know if like what you're going to say is going to be weird or wrong or uh -huh. whatever, but we're going to do we're, it. We're mentioning it all. Yeah, today. we're going for it. All of it. So and we have a guest, yes. Sarah. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank yes. you for being here. You and for you are a... I am a certified sex therapist. I'm oh, a social yeah. worker. I have my master's in human sexuality, my master's in social work, and I got my ASEX certification in human sexuality. So I'm super specialized. Super specialized yes. in all things sex. Yes. Love yes. It. So we're going to oh, get a little yeah. weird. Yeah. I love, but I love it. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah. Yes. Because that's if there's any time during the year to get weird and yep. sexual, it's the holidays. Jingle in the balls. Jing <laughs> Jingle in the balls. I think holidays are very sexy. They like, are. Santa elf role yeah. That's a nice power dynamic. That, well, we were just yeah. reading about um, the different Christmas yes. more. And it was not sexy. Well, one of them. Uh, one of them was, and it was a goblin who was. What was the word that they used? Um, grotesquely yes hung yes grotesquely oh, hung interesting and that okay. was in what austria or austria somewhere? some yeah. austrian folklore about christmas and goblins and santa okay see you know christmas can certainly be sexualized grotesquely hung ah you know what doesn't seem super appealing to me i like no. my cervix where it is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we were saying someone probably on the smaller side came up with that one and was like, oh yeah, promoting you know, himself. Sometimes we just like the fantasy of it. Right. But you know, I will tell you, I used to work as a Christmas elf for Macy's Santa Land. Really? And I will say, Christmas is very sexy. Oh wow! wow. So okay. she's really a pro yeah. on yeah. sexy Christmas time. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Speaking <laughs> from experience. Yeah. Oh, well, this is wet, dry, and slightly shaken. So of course we start with before we get wet, we're gonna start with a drink. Yes. And today. Our drink is going to be a coffee drink because what's better than hot coffee? Hot coffee with some alcohol. That's what I'm yes. saying. Mm -hmm. So you're going to start with some coffee and then we are going to add a little Bailey's. Now, my favorite thing about spiked coffee drinks is that it's really like you don't need a recipe for these. Yeah. This is like to your own discretion and you could really do whatever you want with them. So right. we're just I'm, I'm fuck the jigger. I'm yeah. not even going to do a jigger. I'm just going to add some Bailey's for everybody. And then, to make things a little bit more holiday forward, some peppermint schnapps. Yes! Yum, yum. I love mint. Peppermint everything, always. Yeah, I agree. I love, like, staying in on a snowy day where everything is canceled and drinking a little peppermint schnapps hot chocolate. Oh, oh that, that sounds, sounds good. great right okay. now. Ooh. I need a day where everything is canceled lately. Yeah. <laughs> if you could grab me that spoon, Matt. It's up right there. Laying down flat. Oh, hello. Babe. Mix this up a little bit. Yes. I'll take this one because it looks a little weird. See, I was going to take that one because it was like a little darker. Oh, okay. Then go I, ahead. No, no, no. no you go ahead. I, poured, go I always ahead. like my coffee a little dark. That was caffeine fiend. Oh, okay. It was just perfect. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers Happy holidays. Ladies. And let's Cheers. get weird and sexy. Sarah yes. squared today. Sarah squared. I'm the minority over here. 
you know, I was oh, always, that's like, good. super frustrated. My parents were like, you gave me the most basic name. But you oh. know what? My, I really had to have the personality to, uh, to fit into to fill it. I love the name Sarah. Do you? Yeah. Sarah, I love the name Kate. Like, like just like, I like a simple name, you know? And so yeah. everyone's trying to be the next hero yeah. with these crazy names like no let's keep i always it thought simple. sarah was just super basic i love it just super <laughs> such a basic name but we're not basic sarah's we're At not all. though we're not you know yeah. and i think that's what makes it so special yeah mm-hmm. all right so let's get into it the first question we want to ask you and i think this is just like a super just to set the tone and base and base this off of is what are the top reasons people come to see you Okay, so I work with a lot of uh, erectile dysfunction, which I love, love, love. A lot of sexual dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Um, Couples who are dealing with, like, sex drive discrepancy. Um, And I also specialize in working with kinks and fetishes, so helping people really... Explore that? Explore what they like, come to terms with it, um, communicate it with their partners, and also, like, find joy in it. Yeah. Is that hard for people to talk about, you think? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, like, if you're into something more obscure... I don't know, like if you have a wedgie fetish, that's not something that's super easy to like put right. on a dating profile. Like <laughs> right, your right. And, you know, because like a lot of people aren't talking about that. So if you like or like golden showers or something like that, a lot mm-hmm. of times you feel like there's something really wrong with you uh. or really weird. But I, I think that there's a community for everything, for yeah. literally everything. Everything can be sexualized. Everything is sexualized. So like there's just no kink or fetish where it's like you're not going to find a partner. Can I just stop you really quick and just say, just really sitting with you for five minutes already, I feel like you're the type of person who you could, anyone could say anything to. Like, I would feel comfortable coming to you with, like, that's, it's definitely tough. I feel like, like you're saying, kinks or fetishes, like opening up to someone, especially your partner, but think of like a stranger, really, in essence. It's so hard. But you have such a nice, like, aura. You really do. And we were saying too before we even went on, like, um, sex is such sometimes a taboo topic to talk about right. but even especially like if you're and i speak from just experiences being a girl and having been a young girl once but when you're a young girl and you're starting to experience these things for the first time you have questions about yeah. like is this supposed to feel like this yeah. or is this supposed to happen and you won't know until right. you if unless you ask questions or if you yeah. feel comfortable talking about it right yeah and because we're not talking about it enough a lot of women really get into this performative kind of sex or what they think sex is supposed to be. Um, and there's nothing wrong with performative sex if you're really into it. Like, some, like that's fine. But, you know, a lot of women that are just like, we go right to penetration. It's like the way you see sex in movies. Right. And, yeah. like, the you know, someone is talking about, like, I... The, the first time they had sex, like how rough they like it and they threw their back out and I was like, is is that how you felt or is that what you feel like you're su- supposed, to, yeah. supposed to feel about right. sex? And right. Like she was very young and so I, I feel like if we were to talk about sex with our friends more often, especially our girlfriends, yeah. like, right. let's normalize that. Yeah. I agree. I, I totally agree 100%. You don't have to walk around being throwing your own personal right. sex life across the board to the world. but I, I do, but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah but, no, you, right. don't, you don't need but to yeah. But you, but having a group of people that you could be open with and talk to, I think is super, super important. Yeah. No, and, and like you said, I remember being like a teenager and getting like my first, I don't know if it was a UTI or a yeast infection or whatever it was. And I was like super uncomfortable down there. I didn't know what was going on. And then, yeah. you know, my boyfriend at the time wanted to have sex and, it, you know, didn't obviously yeah. like I wasn't up, I was hurting. So yeah, there, and, and I'm Googling things. Now you're on WebMD thinking that you have cervical cancer because <laughs> yeah, you, have no, right. you know what I mean? Oh like the gosh. worst case scenario. And it's yeah. just like, it's true. We have to somehow 
take it out of this taboo category. And it's like, yes. we all do it. That's the reason why we're standing Everybody here. Everybody has sex. Yeah, you wouldn't be here if your parents didn't. You don't right. want to think about it, but it happened. Exactly. You know? So it's like, they did, they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot. So, well, yeah. we could leave those details out. Yeah. <laughs> But, no, it's true. Like, we really should start opening up about it more. It shouldn't be this, like, oh, God, like, yeah. I don't know how to talk about it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. We all do it. Um, Did you wind up telling your boyfriend that you had a UTI use infection, or did that feel so humiliating at that point? I'm sure at that point it felt humiliating. Now, you know, I, I work out, like, frequently or whatever, and I, if, I, if I'm feeling something, I could say it's my boyfriend, no problem. But, totally. you know, we all get them, or if you're, your period's coming, you're just feeling, like, kind of gross. I just but... made my boyfriend take me to a colposcopy. Because I was like, you're first of all, yeah. you're gonna get you need to get used to this. And right. Being yeah, in the room right. with me with my legs spread and yeah. someone being down there doing all types of things. Yes. You know, one day we're gonna have kids and you're gonna have to be in the room. Right. Yeah. You might have to go and buy the tampons, Dad. It might happen. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, and I he watched right. them stick, clamp me open and stick those scissors inside me and cut <sighs> my uterus up and, and put it in the tube oh, yeah. and he was he was a champ about it he was really good but See, those it's important it's funny too because he has a sister so now my boyfriend only has brothers so whenever i talk about anything like this it's like he's so good and he really tries to understand but it's also foreign to him so he's like the best was I, I facetimed him recently i'm like i left you know what pads tampons at your house pack them for me we were going somewhere and he's like well which is which like and how many do you need of it like he was oh holding them he's like what is and i was like you don't know what a tampon is he's like that's this one right but i don't know what this thing is it was just like a pad i'm like okay yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we have so much learning to do yeah. he's trying um, so it must have been shocking for him the first time he saw period panties oh uh, yeah oh yeah because mm -hmm. he probably didn't know right yeah he's just the granny panties you mean yeah he, he feels the underwear lines if he gives me like the little grab he's like oh yeah i'm like uh -huh. it's, it's that time of i mean the underwear that you take off you have period stains on see i barely ever wear underwear just because it's not comfortable for me like that's okay. not like a like ooh, like i'm so no it's just like i feel like what's Air the around. point yeah i'll be honest i just let it bleed <laughs> yeah, lately just, it's not so heavy, thankfully. Yeah, with so, my birth control, it's never so just super heavy. Pushing it away, free but, bleeding. Exactly, but exactly. The first day or so, I'll wear like my granny panties with like because yeah. I'm not really into you know yeah. having something up there all day. I'd rather just like we said, it's not heavy. I'll wear like a little panty liner. But, and he, like, if he could see or feel, like, my underwear lines, he'll know, like, oh, it's yeah. day one or two. But, but it's hard to talk about those things. Yeah. I'm sure. You have a lot of people come to you that they're not comfortable talking. Or or maybe not that they're not comfortable, but maybe their partner doesn't make them feel comfortable or yeah. isn't, is the one who's uncomfortable. It's so interesting what people are and are not comfortable with. Like, I find that in relationships, people will lick each other's assholes before <laughs> they talk about how much money they make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So, like, what makes us comfortable is all, like, so relative. Right. Or a lot of times, like, you'll have sex with someone, but you'll never have had a conversation with them outside of the bedroom. Right. right. And a lot of people are surprised when I tell them, like, no, that's where you should be having those conversations yeah. and disclosing and negotiating. Right. Mm -hmm. And even if you disclose a fantasy to your partner that you never do, you still, like, you still really bond from that. And it still, yeah. like, really improves the relationship. Yeah, well, that's, that's actually a question we had for you is how do you, how do you start that conversation? If there's, like, something you want to try... And I, I guess we'll say it in two different ways because I feel like the conversation, uh, there's two that you have to have. One about, like, your fantasies, and then there's a different one that's maybe not fantasy or fetish-driven, but, like, what you need from them or more of in the yes, bedroom. Yes, yes. How do you start those conversations? Okay, so I think that if you're going to have that conversation with a partner and you're really nervous, um, the first thing you can do is let them know, like, hey, I want to share something really vulnerable with you, and it it's 
or I've never shared this with anyone or this is really tough for me, but it's something that's important to me. Um, so I think that if you let your partner know that you're being vulnerable with them, hopefully they're not an asshole about it. And right. if they still are, like, that really is more about them than about you. Yeah. Right? So if they have a negative reaction, you might be like, oh, my God, is what I like so weird? Like, no, no. The, the issue is the, is the partner who's, like, not not making you feel accepted, right? Yeah. And making your partner feel accepted for a fetish or kink doesn't necessarily mean you have to embrace it, love it, do it. You can say, I love that for you, you know, not for me. If that's mm-hmm. something that you like masturbate to, watch porn to, great. Right. Or, you know, if it's something that you don't actually want to do, but you want to support your partner through their fantasy, just like talking about it through dirty talk. Again, bring it back mm-hmm. to the wedgie fetish, describing receiving a wedgie from your partner <laughs> while you're having yeah. sex instead of actually receiving one. <laughs> because so much of sex is about fantasy. Right, and not, right. And, and not actually having sex. Yeah. yeah. What What is the wedgie fetish? Oh, um, well, you know, so with every fetish, every kink, there's then a spectrum of what people like about it. Okay. So for some people, they might like receiving wedgies and some people might like giving wedgies because it's the, like, you're still manipulating someone else's genitals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. The power dynamic. Yeah. What is the fetish or kink that you like come across the most that people are into? Feet. Feet. Really? Yeah. See, I yeah. really, I'm like, I, I, we always laugh. I have the ugliest feet. I'm the first one to say it. And my boyfriend will say it and I'm not offended by it because it's something I just do. Like, they're just not nice feet. I have to buy all wide shoes. So, you know, like when that whole, like, sell your feet pics, sell your feet pics. I'm like, I would never do that to somebody. But there's a market for everything. <laughs> someone would love to masturbate to your ugly feet. To your oh. ugly wide feet. Yeah, somebody, somebody that's going to that. turn somebody on. That. I would yeah. just literally feel bad taking a dollar. I would give it for free if it's really, like, it would be like pro bono work, honestly. <laughs> like, just because it's like, I keep your money i don't even want to have it but if this is doing it for you all power to you uh-huh but you even with, okay so take foot fetishes some people are like my like big feet little feet clean feet smelly feet dirty feet like there's such a spectrum right. of like then there's shoes beat up shoes heels smelling right. shoes yeah. or, so it's it's so it's cool. not just feet there's a whole bunch it's, of there butter. could be more to it um yeah. so many different kinds of feet so yeah, that's probably the most common one, and every guy is, like, so ashamed of it, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I think it'd be fairly easy to find a partner who really likes foot rubs and, and yeah. things like that. Right. So, oh, I'd love a foot rub. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Please. That's not so bad. Yeah. 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 yeah, so really helping people find the positive aspects of what they like in bed, how to negotiate that with their partners in a consensual way. Yeah. yeah. Now, how do you broach the topic of, like, I'm you're not fulfilling this for me in the bedroom or I need more of this from you. Oh my God. It's so tough. And I really, I encourage people to have those conversations in couples therapy or sex therapy if you have access to it, but I I get that it's not accessible to everyone. Um, But I I think that again, stating that you want to share something vulnerable, that you love your partner, that you want to be friends with them. So Mm -hmm. I think that the way you set that up and also Mm -hmm. timing, yeah. Timing is for a huge talking about line. sex in any way, right? Right. right. Um, you know, maybe if someone's had a stressful day at work, that's not really the you know time, they just come time. home. Maybe you've been thinking about it all day and you just want to get it out, but you know you really like read the putting, room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting time aside, saying like, hey, can we have a relationship check in at this time, or like making it just a, a regular thing to have a relationship check in. Yeah. I personally feel like if you're not like pleased in, in whatever way, that it would. Be like if I if I was on the receiving end, being told that like my partner wasn't pleased, 
I think that I would rather it be like during the action. In the bedroom. Like tell me yeah. what you want from like, me, tell me while right we're now. doing yeah. it. Yeah, so like we could now I know for next time, but like if you're like gonna hit me with it while we're like having breakfast, I'm like, oh fuck, like was he up all night thinking like this, she this bitch that. sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. if she doesn't start working on this now, like she's really like thinking about it. Like yeah. I feel like it would be easier to have those conversations, in the like you said, in the bedroom. Yeah, for sure. So then that would be a good conversation to have with your partner saying, like, yeah. hey, if we're talking about sex, I really want instruction while we're doing yeah, it. If there's me. something you like or don't like, like oh, I'm really right. open to you saying, like, hey, I like this, not so into this, or even like moving your partner's hand right. or, where you want like, it to be. Or letting them know that you're okay with them doing that. Because sometimes yes. You know, we want to give our partners feedback just like a little bit to the left, but you don't yeah. want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. But like, yeah. Even, but, yeah, but how know, do they know? They're not feeling. Exactly, yeah, your exactly. feelings shouldn't be hurt. How do yeah. they know? Yes. How do they know? So I think that communicating that like, hey, you have my permission to yeah. do this because I want to make sure you're having a good time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's like big for sure. Yeah. Like as a professional, you would advise like that's sometimes an easier way of going about it than talking I'm- I would usually advise people to talk about it outside of the bedroom. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but for you, if you know you're yeah. comfortable a certain way, then yeah. then you should definitely let your partner yeah. like, hey, this is yeah. yeah, this is what I like. This yeah. is what works for me. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Speaking of um, like fetishes and stuff, and like people getting into that and the selling feet pics and those kinds of things, like because the internet is now what it is, right? And there's so much accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's affected people's in-person sex life? With how much they can get off on the internet. Has it affected people's in-person sex lives? Like so, porn addiction or, you know, are guys like, if they watch you know, so much porn and stuff like that, and then like they get to the bedroom, the real bedroom, and they just... Their expectations are Their expectations met. are yeah. all over the place, and for, not even for their partner, but maybe for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes if you're not having the best sex, you pull from your mental spank bank. Right. So, and okay. there's, you know, different different opinions on that, if that's okay or not. I generally tend to leave yeah. that if, you know, it's not hurting your partner and you're right. able to engage with them in a better way. I, I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, so I think that different strokes, different folks, there are some people who are really into the parasocial aspect of OnlyFans. And it's just a different experience than watching porn. Mm-hmm. Um so do some people, would they rather have that than sex with their partners? I don't know. I think that our, like, sex lives are so varied that you can have, like, a great solo sex life and a great, like, partnered sex life. I, oh, I think that yeah. you can have both of those successfully. And you should have both of those successfully. I never right? thought about that, that, like, you have two sex lives, like, yeah. one with yeah. your partner, but you also have yeah. your own personal right. sex life. Yeah, that's a very cool way of boarding. That's yeah. true. Yeah, everyone does. And I like, mean, most people, I guess. Yeah, and... A lot of times what you fantasize about during solo sex is not what you want to think about or do during partner sex. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe you watch a lot of gangbang porn, but you're like... You don't actually job. want that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, I don't want my partner, like... Being gay. I don't want to see my girlfriend yeah. being gangbang. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those two sex lives are, are, are different, but, you know, they're both really important. Mm-hmm. And the more you masturbate, the better relationship you have with your body and the more you're able to advocate for yourself while you're having sex. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. What are um, the most common complaints you get from couples? The most common complaints? Um, my partner wants sex more than I do. That mm. was something we had on here, that too. That was something yeah. we had on here, too, when one person wants it noticeably more than the other. When is yeah. that, like, cause for concern? Um, okay, so there's a bunch of different things you can do to try to meet in the middle, and that's why I love to talk about sex toys. 
Mm -hmm. because I think that if we were able to, well, if we were comfortable using more devices in bed, that can really, like, if you don't feel like having sex, you're like, I don't want to be penetrated. I don't really, like, want to get a blowjob right now. I, my, I par my partner wants to get off, like, using masturbation sleeves with lube, like, that's super fucking easy, but, yeah. like, maybe you're putting your titties in your partner's mouth while you're, like, using yeah. a masturbation sleeve or a flashlight or something, and, right. like, that's still a very great tactile experience from them. You make them come, you release that oxytocin, and, or, you know, maybe you don't even want to be touched, but I think that you can find ways to meet in the middle, even if you right. don't you're having sexual experiences. Yeah. Like yeah, how, yeah. Yeah. And then right. your partner feels like they still feel close to you. I think that whether you make someone come from like your toy, a, a toy, a mouth or a hand, like it's still coming from you. Right. Right. Yeah. That's big because I, I, we, we've all been there, you know, like my, my boyfriend just ran like an ultra marathon this past week and he ran a 50 mile marathon and, you oh know, we're God. in a hotel room together and everyone knows like when you're in a hotel room with your significant other, it's going down. But like, no, he's not up for it this weekend. Obviously, his body is to have broken. How you know, on so. earth could he be? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't Iron be that Man. crazy if you expected that from him. Right. You exactly. guys like, to a fight about it, but yeah. stuff like that happens. Right. Or yeah. like, you know, girls on their periods, and now they feel bad to, like, deny their boyfriend because you don't want to, uh, you know, but you don't want to clean up a, a messy bed. So it's like, you're right, but... There, there are other ways and then you don't have to feel bad about it and then it still makes yeah. your partner feel like you love them and you want them and you're not yeah. like, it's true. Because you hear like one denial, it's like, <gasps> you know, he, yeah. he's not into me, she's not into me. And it's like, no, like we're human. Sometimes you're just like exhausted or you're bloated. You just had a big fat greasy meal or you're like, whatever. Or you just ran 50 miles and like you're just really not up for it, you you're know? just not into it. Yeah. yeah. Or even saying to your partner like, I'm, I'm just not super into it right now, but go masturbate and knock yourself out. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's cool. It's still affirming their sex drive. Yeah. Right. That yeah. was actually a viewer question we had was, I love having sex with my fiance, but more times than I, I can kind of take it or leave it. Is that a red flag? No, no, not at mm -hmm. all. And it's only a problem if it's a problem. So, like, is their right. fiance upset about it? Do they, do they feel like they're they're lacking something? Right. Yeah. Um, but if their partner is like, no, we can have sex every once in a while, and that's cool, and I have an active solo sex life or whatever, like, yeah, yeah. it's only fine. a problem yeah, if it's great. a problem. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that we compare ourselves to like what we think our sex life should be. Um, you know, because, like, what we see in movies that is just not super yes. real. Even what we see in porn, and porn is, like, fantasy. It's right. great. I'm an advocate for porn, but it's not sex ed. And right. also, I think, like... Porn is not sex ed. Porn That's is not good, sex ed, but yeah. I think what happens also, which is just, you know, human nature, everyone will say, like, sometimes, not always, but a lot of the time, the longer you're with a partner, you know, you're not going to have that, like, crazy or... You know, maybe before you're, like, seriously dating someone or married to someone, you're having this, like, hot, crazy sex all the time. And then, you know, like, life kind of happens and you're busy and you're working. And you well, get to that's see, another viewer question. You know, and, like, and it shouldn't be this, like, oh, you know, we've turned into just roommates and it's done. And it's, like, no. Oh, like, I you, that a lot. You know, like, you can yeah. love someone more than ever before and just, like like your sex life necessarily doesn't like me like it doesn't have to directly correlate with like how you feel about them romantically so I think it's that it's big and being open with your partner is like a huge aspect of it for yeah. example say you guys just had a baby right and you just have so much love for your partner you guys just created this little miracle together okay yeah. um but you're changing diapers all day you're not getting sleep like your life isn't super sexy why would yeah. you be turned on yeah, right. You know? yeah, so right. it's like, yeah, not having, not wanting to have sex doesn't necessarily mean there's an issue in the relationship that you don't love your partner. Yeah. 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 And that was a, a viewer question we had is when my boyfriend and I started dating, we had an insane sex life. Now we've been together for a couple of years and the sex is still good, but not as wild and not nearly as often. Is this just adulting getting in the way or is this an issue? Huh. 
So when we are with the same person for a long time, the novelty wears off, you get in a routine, you know what they like, they know what you like. Um, so I think that if you're feeling a little bit bored in the bedroom, start with um, injecting novelty like outside of the bedroom, even changing anything in the relationship, going to a new restaurant, going on vacation, mm -hmm. just doing something new together. Go to a haunted house together, get your adrenaline pumping, go mm -hmm. on a roller coaster, which are two great first dates or just dates in general. Yeah. Um, and like make your life more exciting together. Like yeah. you're gonna go to a haunted house and you'll have this adrenaline rush and you'll have really good sex afterwards. So that's like parallel. What you do in your outside life totally parallels your sex life. Yeah. One thousand percent. I'll wow, tell people, okay. move the furniture around in your room. If mm -hmm. you feel like things are still like change something. Yeah. A family friend of mine idea. once told me, we didn't write this down, but I just thought of it. Um, she's like significantly older than I am. And she told me, I don't, is, is this true? I have to ask you as a professional that so if excited. you have sex with someone who is like, you know, maybe everything's going great in your life right now and you're like a positive person, but you're having mm -hmm. sex with someone who's kind of going through it, maybe like lost her job or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Can you pick up on their feelings just by like, will you adopt what they're feeling from having sex with them? Like chemically. Is that like a myth or does that actually so like happen? Someone, if your partner is she was like, like depressed be careful, you know, and you sleep with them, you're going to catch depression. Something like, or some, you somehow pick up on some, I don't know what the hell she was saying, but um, something like that. Like you always have to be careful. God, I hope not. You sleep with because <laughs> that chemical like exchange is whatever. And I'm like, is that true? Or is that a myth? That's something that Lady Gaga said that she doesn't like to have sex when she's creating art because people will take her power through what her is it she said something true? Like, I, don't, like, I don't think so i don't think so right like is that possible i think you can definitely catch someone's if you are in a relationship with them and just being around them all the time and they're always negative and they're always you know whatever you can totally start to yeah. feel that because but i don't but I don't think it's like yeah. a, like an STD you can catch from somebody. Right, right? Like, that's what I was like. Yeah. And I, it always stuck with me. And I was young when she said that. And I was, you know, fuck. Like, then should I be aiming for the greats? Like, because I want to be, you know, like, am I looking for excellence here? Those, like, rare form exist. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Once you wake up at 3 a.m., start their day like a Kobe Bryant type. Like, okay, oh. everyone else other than that, keep your energy to yourself, you know? I guess you're right. Maybe it's more of like who you're just surrounding yourself with and not actually yeah. someone who you're like engaging in yeah. sexual what about whatever. sex workers? What do you mean? That's like so much different energy to pick up from so many different people. From different people. Yeah, totally. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Yes. Yeah. 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 A lot of yeah. sex workers feel like they do some kind of like some Reiki healing. So like there, maybe there, there is something to be said for energy exchange during mm -hmm. sex. But I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that. I would huh. like to just say that it, it would make you feel better after. Like, let's just say that like, you're not taking any negative energy. Like, you're, we're just putting positive energy out yeah. there. We're all happy now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I so, like that. Let's go I with like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you say that you see more couples or you see people more individual together or, you know, or just demographics in general, men, women, older, younger? I see a very wide varieties of couples, I have individuals. Um, I have people that are... 18 i have clients that are like in their 70s so mm -hmm. it's so varied um everyone has sex problems in some capacity yeah, everyone right. but sex problems are very different by generation and it's so striking when i have a boomer client and then i have a gen z client right after and like the boomer client is like how do i come to terms with the fact that i'm bisexual and this or that and then gen z clients like well my boyfriend's girlfriend's boyfriends when they were women <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's just right. like so different yeah. it's so different and i do think that gen z is like 
changing the world of sex a little bit because they're just like so out there with it. Um, that was actually a question we had um, on our list for you. Is so that good at this. what? So good at this. Yeah, yeah, just run it through everything. Yeah. yeah, just read it. Read my questions. <laughs> um, with everything, the the topic of sex being so big lately, and you know. Um, bisexuality and even like trans and that whole the mm-hmm. conversation that is really like such a focus in the world right now yeah. if you've seen a difference in the people that come to see you that are maybe like I guess more open to talking about it and I guess you said that they are it's so mm-hmm. much more of a and do you have more people that come to you maybe with questions on their sexuality now I have a lot of people who kind of know what they like but feel weird or insecure about it right and I definitely oh, have some people sad. that are like I don't I'm just not into sex. Like, what should I like? And it's like, it's okay for not into sex. Right. It's on the spectrum of, like, asexual to hypersexual and everything in between. And you might fluctuate. Like, maybe you have a whole year where you're just like, I'm not into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you come out of that and you're like, no, I'm ready. Yeah. I actually just saw, um, I can never say her name, Emily Rudd. Whatever the hell her last name is, a super skinny model Red, and Red yes, and exactly she, yeah, she was doing um, Emrata. Emrata, yes. thank you. Yes. There, yes. make yes. it so yes. much easier. Emrata and um, Julia Fox, right? That's the Kanye West, mm-hmm. act, right? They just did a thing, and and Emrata was saying that she's like super into sex and like she loves having sex or whatever. And Julia Fox said she like is not about it at all. Like she, yeah. could, she not could take it or leave it. Like she just does not really want to have sex like yeah. ever. And it's so funny. Cause I have a couple of friends who I have a friend who like really isn't into sex at all. And then I have one friend who's very much so into sex, but hates oral, like mm-hmm. n- not giving it, but getting it hates getting it. Okay, so wait, it's is like it everyone. A, it's a woman that hates. Sex. Yes. Uh, okay, let's talk about that. I have yeah, a lot of feelings about, about this yeah. one. I have a lot of feelings about this one too. Yes. <laughs> if you don't like it, you ain't getting it done right. Yeah. Well, that was another one of our write-ins. Which let's start there. Okay. What was? Okay. What well, no, let's start here first because that kind of has a different, um, a different take. To it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. P- women that don't like it. Do you experience that a lot in clients you speak with? Okay. All right. Let me get my soapbox about this one. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. So most women orgasm from clitoral stimulation and not penetration. That doesn't mean some people don't about like 75% of women only orgasm from clitoral stimulation. So I find that many women, they do enjoy the sensation. In fact, most women do. Most vulva owners do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of clitoral stimulation by tongue. But a lot of times people don't like it because they're like, am I taking too long? Does it smell good? Does it Mm -hmm. taste good? Uh And this and that. And like... Vaginas smell and taste like vaginas. They're yeah. perfect. They're yeah. great the way they are. <laughs> right. And when do you ever have a dick in your mouth where you're like, This tastes great. Yeah. <laughs> where you're just like, This tastes like lavender. Yeah. And no guy on this earth is like, Oh, my dick doesn't smell like sandalwood. Is that okay for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. It, no. Yeah. So I just feel like I wonder how much that would change if, you know, women were more likely to say, Fuck it and just like enjoy it and however long it takes it takes and the more you're thinking about how long it takes like the longer, longer it's going it to take right. of course but if you can just say like you know i'm not like in the most comfortable position when i'm giving head and that's okay it's like yeah. about giving someone else pleasure it's not like necessarily for your own comfort yeah so are you saying that like the women who don't really like receiving oral it's more than not a more of a mental thing for them and not actually a physical thing i want to say yes okay that actually makes a lot more sense there's just so much um like pressure put on women i feel like in general but just like keeping everything perfect so yeah i could definitely see that 
happening. And we have so much going on down there too. Like your vagina is like a self-cleaning system. Yeah. And like so it, it, just, it takes care of yeah, itself it and it does yeah. things. Yeah. We can't control it. Right. But then right. you also have like, well, does it look right? My labia aren't the same uh-huh. sex. But you know what? Labia are sisters, not twins. Oh, right. They're not sisters, bad. not They're twins. They're supposed to be symmetrical. If it's okay if they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was our viewer question. Then to sum that right. up was, um, I can only seem to orgasm during oral. Is this common? How do I fix that to orgasm with penetration? Very common. Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. common. And that's okay. You don't have to orgasm through penetration. Mm-hmm. But if you are really looking to orgasm for penetration, I would try you using some kind of clitoral stimulation during penetration. Mm-hmm. So it could be like a vibrating cock ring um, or like having someone like manually stimulate your clitoris while you're having sex or doing it yourself. Right. So are there those two different orgasms, like a clitoral stimulated orgasm versus like, like can you orgasm without being stimulated clitorally? Like, yeah, yeah. Some people can. Okay. Ju- can have just solely a G-spot internal orgasms. Right. Different people describe them in different ways. Like I've heard people describe a clitoral orgasm as more isolated to that location and like an internal orgasm is more of like a full body feeling but oh. some people might feel the opposite way yeah. um mm-hmm. it's i think yeah orgasm yeah. is just a different experience for everyone oh, yeah that'd be. wow that's so interesting it really is um one of the questions on here i guess kind of goes hand in hand with the insecurity of, of that is how do you get more confident in the bedroom it takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice. It takes reassurance from your partner and letting them know you need reassurance. Like, say, like, maybe your partner really wants to go down on you, but they don't do it because they respect that you're not into it or saying, like, right. I want to get used to this. Like, can we yeah. do it in a way that's mm-hmm. going to make me feel more comfortable? It's like, if I shower first, if I feel more comfortable doing it that way. And that, you know, personally makes me a little sad, right? Because vaginas aren't dirty. Like, you shouldn't. But, right. but you know, you know whatever, right. yeah. whatever helps you feel comfortable, whatever gets yeah. you in the mindset for it. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so since this is our holiday episode, um, first I want to know with the holidays coming up and the stress of it all and everyone's schedule is so busy, how, how do you make time or how important is it to make time to make sure you still have that intimacy with your partner, especially with the stresses of families and things like that? Okay. So this, the app. The weeks after Thanksgiving, that is my busy season, okay? Yeah. Well, I think for every therapist. Right. Because everyone is starting to see their family, their, like, shit comes up. So I think that being able to reconnect with your partner is really important. Also, there's so much fighting about in-laws. Yeah. So much, so much. And it's a stressful topic of, like, who do we spend the holidays with? And some people's, like, family could be more overbearing or, Mm -hmm. like, just... So it, it just creates a whole host of insecurities so yes reconnecting with your partner in some kind of intimate way I think can be really important over the holidays yeah because it's like something that's just for the two of you like you're not right. bouncing around you see you're in different families and who's yeah. stressing who out yeah. whatever and it's like a reminder that like it's it, this is you are in this together yes yeah. right yeah. that intimacy and that like okay a lot of our identifying like our issues are external right now but we're on the same page we're good mm-hmm. right how important do you think sex is like in a relationship in general depends on the relationship hmm, good answer for some people it's not important at all for some people it's super important right and it's tough when those people um get married it's tough when they get married when those two people marry each other right yeah or right. in a relationship yeah. and that happens but there's yeah. different ways that you can make up for that um different th- or for, for that discrepancy yeah and like i'm a big fan of non-monogamy i feel like you know, we, it's unrealistic to think that you're going to fill every single one of your partner's needs. Right. Um, you, 
you just can't. You're going to set yourself up for failure if you expect yourself to be able to do that. So, like, okay, maybe um, you don't like giving head because, like, you have a, like, a a gag reflex, okay? It's uncomfortable, but, like, something your partner really enjoys if they were to hook up with someone who didn't have a gag reflex. And it's like, okay, you get that, and I don't have to do something that makes me physically uncomfortable, and Uh I'm so glad that you have that experience. And it's not like this is better than this. Like, you have all of this because of me. Huh. So oh, are, wow. do you work a lot, I guess, with like open relationships? I do. I huh. do. Yeah. I'm, I think that I've, I've seen non-monogamy really help a lot of relationships. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Yeah. And people huh. are always very surprised when I say that, but, yeah. um, a lot of times like, and, and there are so many different dynamics of open relationships. If you have primary, secondary partners, if everyone's kind of on the same level, or, like, you have a primary partner that you live with and you just have sex with other people or you just have sex together, like, swinging. or mm-hmm. um, There's so many cool things that you could do together yeah. and to have other needs met. And a lot of times, um, you know, a lot of people fantasize about threesomes and a lot of the research says that people fantasize about the sensations, not so much the people in the threesome. So if someone's, like, uh-huh. um, masturbating to a threesome fantasy, like, typically they're not, like, picturing two people. Sometimes. Um, right. But it's yeah. more about, like, a guy. It's more the, the sensation. Right. Yeah, like a guy fantasizing about, like, getting a double blowjob. Right. It doesn't really matter who's there. It doesn't matter who's there, yeah, the people, right. Yeah, not so right. much in the fantasy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. So, so do, you, do you recommend that as being something that, like, if both people are in the relationship are comfortable with it, something that they explore? Yes, because we were talking about how relationships get a little more stale as they go on longer. So you would think that, like, college-age kids are the ones who are more likely to have group sex, but it's actually older folks who've been together for a long time because that novelty wears off. Mm -hmm. And it really can, like, reignite that passion in the relationship. You're looking to spice it up. Yeah, and also I always say, and this could start some trouble, I always say let your partner flirt with other people because, like, they get that, like, boost in confidence they feel good about themselves and then like they bring that back to you and they fuck you with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, love, wow. I like that that's a good take and that makes actually yeah. makes a lot of sense too because it's like they can explore something and like it i think the main problem people have with relationships when it comes to talking about this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is that you think it goes deeper than what it is mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. not you it's not your relationship it's not the life you want to build with somebody the future you want to build with somebody your goals whatever it's yeah. sex it's a different yeah. this part of the sex is is different and it's unrelated right and they can get that confidence booster get that whatever that flirt and it has nothing to do with your relationship exactly yeah. it has nothing to do with yeah. how they feel about it. like yeah it's nice when someone compliments how you look especially when it's a yeah. good looking person that you're attracted to yeah. like, right that's a good feeling you'd feel good about it your partner would feel good about it um and jealousy it's just it, it's toxic but it's just like it sucks to have to feel so it's mm-hmm. worth it to try to work through that and to try to fight it yeah um you know there are some people that like they get jealous watching a sex scene uh, in a movie with their partner. Like, are they looking at those boobs? They're bigger mm-hmm. than mine. When it's just like, you know, all titties are beautiful in their own way. Yeah, yeah. right. All perfect. Yeah. So, right. Um, <laughs> right. So, but, you know, so it's like comparing yourself, like how exhausting and to always be criticizing oh, your body. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that if we could lean into like, wow, there's so many hot people and... Um, yeah. Just make out with everyone. You know, it's just, it's just like a, you know. Now, how far, though, into. do you think is too far? Or are we going back to what you said earlier, which is there's not a problem unless there's a problem? That'll be my answer for everything. It'll but be it really frustrating. Sense, but it makes but sense, a, though. Yeah. 
for some people, like, having penetrative sex with other people is great. For some people, it's, like, just making out if you're at a bar is okay. Right. Um, Online people... stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like, I don't know, like, only fans girls or, or, like, cam girls where maybe, you know, there's the parasocial relationship there. Yeah. So it's a little more involved, but... Uh -huh. I don't know that a lot of people are like, I'm fantasizing about running away and doing my taxes with this cam girl yeah, <laughs> instead of like right. my wife. I just right. don't think that a lot of people are thinking that way. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's not a problem unless it's a problem. If there's some yeah. internet flirt, if there's some flirt in person, it's not a problem unless it's a problem. If it's yeah. not for you and you don't like that, then that's okay that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are super monogamous and that's yeah. a beautiful thing too as long as right. everyone's on the same page. But, like, then, you know, maybe my advice for the women who are more insecure about receiving oral, it's like, okay, let your partner flirt, feel good about themselves, and then say, you can go down on me for as long as it fucking takes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And watch yeah, what happens. Yeah. yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So, with that, though, what is, like, for a, a couple, some ways, give me, like, your top three to five ways to, like, spice up your sex life. Ooh. Okay. Um, so using toys is mm -hmm. a really, really good one. Mm -hmm. Watching porn together, if you both are into it. Okay. Um, I really love, there's like some of the like corny fantasy card games that are like, they, oh, I think I've seen those. Like the different position ones? Or... Different positions are like asking that, like encourage you to ask your partner, like, would you ever do this? Right. Um, yeah. Maybe to like have a, a structure for having these conversations because right. it's hard to know what to ask. Yeah. Uh, so, and like they're so corny, like what's your fantasy? But they're, but they're cute. But they work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And another way to spice up your own sex life, talk to your friends about their sex lives. Like, yeah. Find out what your friends are doing. Get good ideas or get good feedback. Maybe yeah. you're just like, yeah. hey, my partner's doing this thing, but like, I I really like this better. Like, have you guys had that experience? Like, yeah. it's all it's talking about it. Sex. Yeah. Also, Talk another thing it. that will improve your partner's sex life is masturbating. Yourself, like for yourself. Yeah, yes. yeah. And women who masturbate are more likely to orgasm during partnered sex. Ah. Oh. That's interesting, but That's I guess that makes a lot yeah, of sense. You're more in touch with yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Exactly. Right. Mm. Hmm. Now, when do you know, like, when you and your partner are just not compatible in the bedroom? And does that, is that fixable or is that like relationship defining and ruining? So, and when should you, like, when is it too far that you're like, we need help? Hmm. Um, I think that it's, when problems start to arise, it's good to get help because a lot of times couples therapy doesn't work because people go way past the point of oh, needing it. Way past the point of needing yeah. it. Like every things are just too far gone. And at that point you can see a couples therapist to figure out an amicable split and, and that's fine. Like right. breakups don't have to be so messy. They they are, but they don't have to be. Yeah. Um Wait, what was the question again? Um, if you you and your partner are just not compatible Cut that yeah. part. in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So, okay, if you and your partner are not compatible in the bedroom, um, so, like, two people aren't going to like all of the same things, okay? Right. Hopefully you have some overlap, but, like, again, you're going to fantasize about something that your partner likes. No two people have the same appetite or the same exact sleep schedule. Like, right, right. So don't expect that you have to like everything your partner does and, and vice versa. It's, it's just not going to happen. And if there's a big discrepancy, if you guys are willing to compromise somewhere, like say that your partner wants, 
intimacy with you more often than you want it and like you're gonna use toys on them or even like guy using vibrators on a girl like that's it's not so much work yeah so so, and and that's just one example but you can find compromise if you're willing to work at it but if you're expecting that uh sex life should be easy then you're you're not doing it right yeah so do you think it's, you don't think it's really a thing that two people are just not compatible in the bedroom. I think it is. Okay. I think it definitely is. Like, say you have two people who are at total opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. someone who is asexual and someone who's hypersexual. Although, although, that could work out, right? Because if you are asexual but allow your partner to be non-monogamous, it's like, you could have a wonderful relationship and all right. the romance, but right. they, they get that need met elsewhere. So, right. so that could work. So it's a, a lot of compromise. Yeah. Right, and then yeah. that means you yeah. are sexually compatible right. because yes. you are yes, getting what does. you need or don't want sexually, yeah, but, the, but your partner is, and you right. can still be in a relationship with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm, that's good. There is a solution to every problem. Yeah, if you yeah, want there to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you can say, you know what, I want someone who's hypersexual, or that, and, and that's okay. Yeah. So one of the things we've always, like, talked about, even here, too, or, like, in our own, like, lives in general, is that, like, we always feel like sex is so different for men and women. And it always mm-hmm. seems like the man can just get off with anything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, with women, it's so much harder, and it seems like more of a mental thing. Is that true? Yeah. And what's the difference? Well, I find that a lot of women will masturbate to um, a lot of, like, erotic stories more than porn, where, like, a lot of guys will fast-forward to the the penetration or to... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that women a lot of times need more of an emotional build-up. Okay. okay. That makes Not sense. I'm not sure exactly yeah. why that is, but there tend to be some differences in how we get off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it always seems like a guy can just, like, literally stick it in, like, a fucking watermelon. Yeah. 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 Yes, they can and do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? For women, it's, like, harder. Yeah. Also, random, but until I became a sex therapist, I didn't realize how many young boys engage in circle jerks. Really? Really? That's a very real thing. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not. I would would not have thought that. Uh -uh. I have not heard of uh, girls engaging in circle fingering, though. No. Right. No. no. So, so what? Yeah. What made you become a sex therapist? Well, okay. So I've always been very interested in sexuality, and I went to an all-girls Catholic school, which like only made me um, more curious. You know, it just it was me so, so forbidden. forbidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, we had abstinence-only sex ed, and I just remember thinking, like, I just feel like they have it wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like, wow, they don't masturbate. Like, they must like have bad sex lives I don't know where you know a lot of people take that and they internalize it like oh sex is bad like but I was just like I turned it outward I like totally judged them I was like they don't know what's going on so I kind of you know I did some exploration on my own I remember like coming to lunch one day and like I don't know I was 14 and telling my friends like do you guys know you could have two different kinds of orgasms and they they were really freaked out they were not it was just like a weird conversation to be having but I was just like oh why does make people so uncomfortable and I was just like I just want to be in the world of sexuality when I was 18 I started working at a sex store a sex store in midtown Manhattan Mm -hmm. called Eve's Garden Um, and it's like this super high-end sex store and a lot of women would come in um, referred by their gynecologist their sex therapist for different sex issues or like women who had been married for 30 years who had never orgasmed before I would take out the book we'd look at the diagram (laughs) I would walk them through all the different toys yeah and it was so fun and like people really just wanted a space where they could feel comfortable talking right. about all the weird shit that 
they're yeah. a subconscious band. I was like, I want to do this forever. I want to do this on a clinical level. Yeah. Yeah. So many, many years of school and student loans later, <laughs> um, here yeah. I am. But yeah. I'm, I'm very, very happy to do what I do. And yeah. I, I love helping people feel comfortable in their sexuality. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it just causes us so much inner turmoil. And it doesn't have to. Right. Yeah. Right. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Yeah. Are you able to write, because you were saying a lot of erectile dysfunction and whatnot. Can you write prescriptions as a second? No, I can't. Okay. I can't, but I can refer okay. to uh, other doctors. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. On is that like the most the main problem you see most that men will come to you with? Um, I I think because I I make myself known uh that that I work in that that, that that I do get a lot of mm-hmm. ED because I fucking love working with ED mm-hmm. because it's just so resolvable most of the time. It's psychological. What happens a lot of the time, like. Maybe you won't get a boner one time while you're having sex and it totally is so destructive in the relationship. Your partner takes it very personally. You're not attracted to me or you're not mid enough or whatever. And then it becomes the next time like, okay, I need to get up. I need to get up. And, and then it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right. that it just doesn't happen. So a lot of times just like I, I do something called sensate focus where we um, break into intimacy down into small steps. So we do touching without... Um, any intent for like arousal or sex and so so we work on it we create intimacy from scratch okay. to help you feel comfortable and get out of your head and yeah. just focus on the sensations yeah, yeah. Wow, so wow. men and women, I guess, have to get out of their heads. Just turn it off for a second. Yes, yes. Yeah. Try to just focus on what it feels like. Easier said than done. But, you know, we do get caught up in like what do I look like? If you're on top, like is my stomach hangover? And it's just like, no... I don't think that other people are critiquing us while we're having sex as much as we think. Yeah. Like, I remember doing um, group therapy at one job for, and I had men and women in the group, and a woman who's working through an eating disorder was talking about how she can't be on top during sex, and she's always worried about how her stomach looks and this and that, and one guy was like, I'm sorry, but I gotta say, no guy is looking at your stomach. We're looking at the titties. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. so we spend so much time in our heads feeling insecure while we're having sex that, that we, you know, we just don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. This may be, I mean, I guess along, definitely along the same lines of being insecure, but um, a viewer question we have is, I'm super prone to all vaginal infections. If I don't shower or pee mm. right after, um, should I be taking a probiotic? Is that something you... I would encourage someone to talk to their gynecologist about. Yeah. And I get that it's not super easy to talk to every gyno, even though like right. they're so in- invasive mm. in you. It's hard to have those conversations, but... I think that you can find gynos that are a little more open-minded that you could talk about your sex life. And, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Well, they're your fucking doctor. Yeah. So if yeah. something's going on, I should be able to ask you oh, about I've it. I've never yeah. liked any of my gynos. Really? Yeah. I feel like they're all just, it's, it's just an uncomfortable experience always. Yeah. It's like silence in the room. You really could hear a feather drop on the floor. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My most recent gyno, I had to get my IUD replaced and I wanted to like go on the same one that I've been on. And she was trying to get me to take it to, to use a different one and she was just like I'm just not so great at putting this one in like oh my god no 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 yeah Yeah, oh my god I'll I'll find someone (laughs) and I did I did you know wish her the best but um yeah so yeah yeah, it's 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 tough to find the best doctor right um and also like working through the discomfort a lot of people are like I can't talk about this with my doctor and it's like okay it's gonna be uncomfortable but as long as you get the treatment that you need, you'll be so much better off for it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, the few moments of discomfort, if your doctor isn't super right, comfy, right. it's still worth it. But yeah. but hard. Yeah. 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 So what do you think is, like, the biggest misconception about, like, sex in general? The biggest misconception about sex is that there's this cultural script 
that it's supposed to look a certain way. And I just tell people, forget everything you thought you knew about sex and just explore. It feels good for you. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't Write matter. Write your own script. Yeah, right. if you want to like put your dick in someone's armpit, like how yeah. you know, do it, damn it. Whatever works for you. You're not gonna see that in the movies, but it's not about following any sexual cultural script. You know, yeah. it's just about doing what feels good with that you and your partner on you know con- consenting terms about. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well. I know what I want to get into. I know what Sarah wants to get into. Because it is the holidays, and we want to talk about sex toys. Yes! And the reason we want to talk about sex toys on the holidays is because we want to give you guys a gift guide. Gift guide. For those people in your life, whether it be for yourself, your partner, your friends, your grandma. it is. (laughs) Your grandma, if she needs it. She needs it, yeah. You know, who knows? You have sex at any age. Uh, You should be. You should be experiencing pleasure at every age. At every age. Yeah. So let's get into some toys. Okay. So for the beginner vulva owner, I would go with the womanizer. It's got that air pulsing tech, so there's no physical touch. Okay. So what is this? This is a toy. It's a suction toy. It's a suction thing. Yeah. So it's like different from vibration. It's It's just air pulsing. It really simulates the feeling of oral. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I I have never, I've never in my anecdotal evidence, no one has ever told me that they have not orgasmed using a womanizer. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so especially if you're a beginner, and it's it's really cool. It's just a different sensation. Um, if you like more of the traditional vibration, I like something called the We Vibe Tango, and it's just like a, a little, it's not a bullet, it's a little bigger than a bullet, but it's not like the plastic material. Um, and it's, it's really loud, but it's not like different types of vibrators have different types of vibrations, right? So something that's battery operated, is going to be like buzzier and louder, but something that's rechargeable, it's going to be a strong, but smoother vibration and a little bit quieter. Okay. So you think about like the, the, the rabbits with the big batteries uh-huh. and like they're so clunky they look like a remote control like, yeah yeah um you know sexers we, we've just we've advanced so much yeah. we've come a long way yeah. we've come a long way and you know what there are definitely people out there getting off to their rabbit that they bought in 1995 right and if it's lasted that long good for you yeah um right. you know so and if you're like and this super is super well made or if you're like this is what gets me off i'm gonna keep buying these when right. they die like that that's cool yeah. too but my personal opinion there's better stuff out there um, so not a big fan of the battery operated vibrators, but you know, you don't, you don't really see that so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So put that on your gift guide yeah. for sure. If the, you've never met someone who didn't orgasm, right? Yeah. That should be number one. Yeah. yeah. And they have different suction toys. Satisfier also makes suction toys that are really, really good. Um, for penis owners, I fucking love Fleshlight. I love Fleshlight so much. Okay, talk to me about this because I've seen, I follow you on Instagram. And I see a lot of the Fleshlight stuff. And I, I, I've got to be honest, I've never seen one in person, I don't think. And I don't exactly know what they are, what they do. Describe Okay, okay. Let's get into the Fleshlight. Okay, so, so I've been in the sex toy industry for like 15 years, okay, Uh since, since I was 18. Um, and I've seen so many different companies come and go, companies that you thought were going to be the next big thing and super high tech. And then, they you flop. know, they're, yeah, they totally yeah. flop. Fleshlight has been around since like the nineties. Really? It's a solid product. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like a fleshlight, but you open it up and then there's like a vagina molding and it's this like soft 
flesh like silicone. Mm-hmm. So and it and it's tight, but it's expandable. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Because if you put your dick in something that's tight, but not, like so, guys will be making their homemade flashlights, but which you really shouldn't. Like, don't put your dick yeah. in a Pringle can and. <laughs> oh um, yeah. No, yeah. And, you know people. Yeah. It, it happens. They but, use what they have. Oh god. They're out of budget. And they're yeah. using what yeah. they have. Well, yeah, yeah. But for this kind of thing, like if you're gonna put your dick in it. It's worth spending a little extra oh, yeah. money, in my opinion. I saw a Reddit post, um, like, the today I fucked up by making a homemade flashlight. And they talked about how, like, it felt really good. And then they took their dick out of the contraption. It was bleeding. Oh, my oh. God. You can't have that. No. Yeah. You can't have no. that. Yeah. Anything so, you're doing to your body, you yeah. spend the money on it. Right. Yeah. So something that's going to be tight but also expands with you is really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just, like... And you could get so many different kinds. You can get like the vagina. You can get a butthole. You can get like a butthole with oh. balls hanging. Like they're just oh, so wow. Yeah. And like even okay, say that your partner really wants to have anal and you don't want to, but like you can kind of like get in the position on all fours and hold like a butt flashlight to you. You could just yeah. like what you know you can get creative with them. Yeah, like, yeah. There's not just one way to use them. Um, and flashlight. I don't. They also have like moldings of different porn stars oh so there's this very cool interactive experience and it's like super a super ethical way to get off because a lot of times it's like you know people get in their heads about like is this porn ethical or not and um you know when someone has a molding of their vagina on a flashlight and the porn that goes with it like they they want you to fuck that they want you to watch them (laughs) right so it's like it's really nice it's interactive experience and they also make um replicas of male porn star dildos oh okay well that makes sense then i guess yeah 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 and they have like the couples packs which i think is so cute of the couples of the porn stars (laughs) yeah Oh, yeah. that's so good. And then you can, like, watch them together while, like, mm-hmm. using their... It's yeah. so cute. Oh, it's so okay. cute. Yeah. So, fleshlights. Fleshlights. And who uses fleshlights? Like, it's, like... I guess, I mean, I guess because they make them vaginas, too. Like, straight men use them, gay men use them, any kind of man. Anybody any, with a dick can use a any fleshlight. Any penis owner. And I am a big fan for women. If you do not feel like doing a whole lot, use yeah. a fleshlight on your partner. Like, you lube it up. It's... It's very easy, yeah. you know, less work than like a hand job, but also feels better for them. Right. Oh, so okay. you can come off quicker. It's just not a lot of work, which, yeah. which is nice. You know, yeah. and you still, you, you know, you have that oxytocin release. So yeah. I'm yeah. a fan of that. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. The flashlight. Cool. Um, and if you're trying to get into restraints, there's um, sport sheets, which is really cool. So if you don't have like a bed that you can, or a headboard, headboard that you can really hook stuff up to, mm-hmm. it's these restraints that they go under the mattress. Oh, yeah. okay. You restrain that way. Yeah, oh, all right. yeah. Let's see, if you're into a bondage kit, there's this newer company called Edenista, and they make these like really cool um, like PU leather, so like faux leather cases with like paddles and whips and dog mm-hmm. collars yeah. and like they have different sets it's really cool so that's funny that you, you're mentioning all that because one of the things um we, we want to talk about before was uh with the internet and stuff like that all of these like the pay pig stuff and the um the, the submissive stuff that's like yeah. such a huge thing for people that like dominant submissive aspect of sex yeah power dynamics are so hot yeah yeah, people yeah, are very, very, very into that. Yeah, very big. Is that, like, now. more of a fetish thing, or is that just not... That's, like, a normal thing. Like, because I feel like everyone... Every couple always has some kind of a power dynamic, right? right? To each his own, whether it be, you know, the man or the woman or whoever it is. Yeah, well, a lot of role play. Like, you think doctor, patient, student, 
teacher that could yeah. be there are a lot of power dynamics but you can also have like you know two strangers who meet at a bar that are on equal social levels so, mm-hmm. so you know you can you can have good sex and good fantasy sex without a power dynamic but right um i, I think you know when you have those roles to follow it you know it's it can be really yeah because it's like even like a student teacher thing that's a power dynamic right. in yeah. itself right. any yeah. authoritative so yeah right yeah. right now what do you think about um like the I wasn't you who I was talking about this with that there's like some like uh, fetishist things where like these guys want to pay you to like literally ignore oh, them. Oh, yes. Yeah, or to, to like, like make like, put them down yeah. and like be nasty to them and right. like and they pay for it because that's like Ugh, what gets amazing. them off. Yes. Yeah. So what like what a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll I say. Get, I get paid yeah. to be a bitch. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 Um, man, everything is sexualized. Like there are some people they are like, I just want to be a footstool. You know, huh. like I, and that's cool. I also yeah. like fin dom fetishes are great. Like people that just want you to like they give you access to all their bank accounts and like just the fear of like you own this and you have this power. Over right. Me. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Everything yeah. sexual. What does that do for them sexually or like mentally? Um, like maybe like having a hot woman have such extreme power for their whole life. Wow. wow. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Then I yeah. guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever works for people, right? As long yeah. as it's safe, I guess, then right. fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's safe, but also, like, if you are accepting of the risks, like, you know, you can make those adult decisions. Yeah. yeah. Right? If So, yeah, I said, you know, ideally no risk, but I, I feel like there's, you know, with certain things, there, there's always that possibility. Totally. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as you're prepared for that. All right. So what about sex toys for couples? What do you recommend for, like, both of you, both of them? Um, Sex toys for couples. The vibrant and cock rings are really good. Mm -hmm. Every toy company makes their own vibrant and cock ring. I really like Lilo. Lilo's also been around for a very long time, and they were known as, like, the creme de la creme of sex toys for, for, you know, for... For a long time, I think they still are. They are, yeah. They're you know definitely higher price. Mm -hmm. So like with the vibrant and cock rings, like you can get a silicone rechargeable one, or you can get like one of the cheaper ones that have like the um, watch batteries. Mm -hmm. So okay. um, But you know, I always say if you're if you're not sure if you're gonna like something, if you want to buy the less expensive version first. First, So cock rings are really good because you know most women orgasm from clitoral stimulation. Mm -hmm. So like. Anything that's gonna um, increase that sensation is is great. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always little tools for power dynamics. Blindfolds are good, even though I feel like maybe a little corny, but but good, but good. Yeah. You know, especially if you're someone who's like super self conscious about what you look like while you're mm-hmm. having sex. Like if you can't see it, so that could be cool. Yeah. And also cutting off different sensations makes other ones a little bit more present. Oh. So if you can't see, maybe you're gonna feel Your things other senses a little are bit heightened. more. Yeah, right. I feel like cutting off all, like your hearing and sight. No, I wouldn't like that. But maybe it's for some people. Yeah, yeah. It's for some people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Give it. Yeah. Give me another one. What's another good sex tour you'd really recommend for like solo sex? Um. Okay. So you have vibrators. You have suction toys. I mean, some people are into dildos. Some okay. um, there is glass toys. So glass toys are good because if you like something that's a little more weighted, um, and people are very nervous that they're gonna shine right? on your vagina, yeah. but they they don't. They're you know they're it's it's thick glass. Yeah. Um, you know I would I don't think that I would you know use it standing up and just leave it. You, you know you right. 
Yeah. Um, right, right. But, but it's good because if you like different temperatures, you can put it in hot or warm water. Oh. And then, like, again, adding sensations, it, it's really good for fantasy play if you're like, I want to have some vampire sex. Like, you put that bad boy in ice, and a lot of people are doing that when Twilight came out. Everyone oh, was oh, matching really? to vampires. A lot of vampire sex. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot yeah. of vampire sex. Oh, what's yeah. vampire sex? Oh, just like, you know, fantasizing about vampires. And I guess yeah. vampires have cold dicks. Yeah, because they're always cold. Oh, because they're always right. cold. I didn't yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Wow. Um, oh, my gosh. And if you're getting into fantasy stuff, there are so many cool toys. Like, there are, if you like alien sex and you want to um, be ejaculated into by an alien, they're like alien dildos that you you put these like um silicone eggs in and you know you pee them out or whatever you pass them oh um, wow yeah yeah they're, yeah, they're yeah. really creative yeah. what is this okay so it's a it's a dildo it's oh, a what is the co- i can't remember the name of the company that makes them and um, it has it, it so it goes in you yeah and it comes with suppositories and the suppositories like go like through you, I guess, like semen wood out of a penis. Is exactly. that what the point of this is? Wow. Exactly. And then you just pee them out after they're super safe, like whatever. Yeah. But it's yeah, to mimic yeah. like an alien. Yeah. Huh. They've got it all now. They I have mean, it all. Yeah. I love the world of sex toys. Like, it's just, just every fantasy can come to life in a yeah. safe yeah. way. Yeah. In a safe way. Yeah. Yeah. I got to look the alien thing Yeah, up, that's interesting. that's so interesting. It is. It's cool. It's yeah. so creative. It's so creative. And yeah. then does it like glow in the dark? I'm thinking like glows in the dark. Yeah. Or, like, I think some uh, of them do. Oh, wow. Wow. I'd have to imagine. Yeah. And then, you know, different sensations. Like some people want more silicone. Some people want something a little bit harder like steel or glass. So there's just... Like sex toys, there are so many different types of sensations. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, but you don't know until you try yeah. exactly. what you like better. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's worth a try. Or, you know, some people go acoustic, and that's cool too. Just oh, no sex toys yeah. at all? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, sure. But if you want to spice it up, there's nothing wrong with it. There are aliens yeah. out there. Yeah. There are, ali- there are beautiful alien dicks out there. There are beautiful alien Just dicks out there. Goblin dicks. Goblin dicks. Alien every, dicks. Every kind of dick. Vampire dildo dicks. Exists. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Are there any yeah. shops in like the on Long Island in the tri-state area mm-hmm. that you recommend? Yeah. So there's a store. It's um like associated with the Long Island Institute of Sex Therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called That Drawer, and they have um like you can meet with a sex therapist and like have a curated toy purchasing experience. Oh, oh so you yeah. meet with them and you that's what tell them cool. I guess what you need exactly, or what you're looking exactly. for. So you get this like really informed opinion. Huh. Wow. So that's cool. And I've not really seen that done before. And then you you have like the oh what are the expressions and cupids. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know and those are more of like your traditional like they they have a lot of toys and they have gag gifts. Yeah. Um so you know there's the spectrum but I, I always like when you can um, see something before you buy it and yeah, like hold yeah. the tester and like see what the material is like, if right, you can. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Just order it yeah. online. Yeah, that's true. I love that. And they, they have to like those um those parties, right? Like it's like a, like uh oh, you don't, have, not a fan okay, of those. No, okay. Wait, hold on, let me fix this. Um, like... Like I'm Tupperware not gonna, parties for sex toys. I'm not going to knock the way that anyone buys sex toys that okay. feels good for them. If they have that experience, great. Right. But, like, a lot of those sex toy companies are, like, pyramid companies. Or yeah. Pyramid schemes, so oh, that's right. That's why I'm just yeah. like, Ugh. I don't, like, I don't love them. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. But, but you know, if that 
but there's nothing wrong with finding your sexuality and, and understanding what you like that way. Yeah, yeah or kind of starting yeah. to get creative, getting your toes wet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you were just starting out with like, I'm gonna explore something like sex toy wise, what would you recommend people like their first go to be? Satisfier or womanizer. Yeah. Okay. I feel so confident. Yeah. Those are yeah. the first, those are the best beginner sex toys. Yeah, okay. well, you said no one's ever not had an orgasm from that. That's number so. one yeah. on the list. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also this company, it's called Cute Little Fuckers, and they <laughs> have this, um, it's, like, shaped like a star, so if you like something that's more flat, okay. like, some of them are more, like, pinpointed, like, and so if sometimes if you want vibration, like, all over your vulva area, that right. can be good, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, dressing up in the bedroom? So fun. Yeah? You're, uh, yeah. About so, it? Yeah. So fun. Some people are, you know, it's too much work and they just want to be naked, and that's cool too. But like dressing up, it's just it adds more sensations, it adds novelty. So like if you're like we're really bored in the bedroom, I would try. Like I remember, I told someone like just get a blonde wig and just be different. They're like, oh my god, we have we have this like great kinky sex with the blonde wig. It's like yeah. And sometimes it's just like you know switching the bed around to a different. Please right. room yeah. like wearing a new outfit like that stuff can really help that's why not yeah I'm gonna yeah. go get a wig so easy easy why though. not yeah. yeah like have your persona your sexy persona that right. goes along with it yeah because yeah. I feel like especially with the costumes and stuff it's like like I don't even waste my time buying like nice lingerie it's because it's not appreciated it's not appreciated yeah. and it comes right off and it's like yeah. what did i do this for yeah. did you even see it it's like, expensive. And it's too expensive yeah. Yeah. yeah it is it is but i guess if you could like really role play it out and put some costumes on then i guess that's different yeah that's... yeah and so much about so much of sex is about fantasy right right so you can really play into that and maybe like you feel like normally you wouldn't do a certain thing but when you're in a persona you're less you inhibited yeah. Huh. Yeah. You're less intimidated because you're not really yourself. You're yeah. like in this persona. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Hmm. I like that. I like that too. Okay. I like this. This, that, is, yeah, this is so super informative. Yeah. Informative. So happy. It really yeah. does. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having yes, me. This is a lot of fun. I feel so like I'm going to text you with my sex question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for being here. And we like to end our episodes with our wets and our dries. What's making us wet? these days and what's making us dry do you have anything off the top of your head i have finals coming so i'm that's yeah, making you dry really overwhelmed with some homework um and what i could just guess yeah the holiday is coming yeah everything else is good in life it's just school is really taking a toll these days yeah i think my dry is that i like threw my back out <laughs> yeah, so I injured. yeah i like can't move um so that's making me dry wet i would say the same things holidays the holidays are coming i feel like everyone gets together more you see people you go out for drinks and yeah it's just like a fun time so i'm excited for that what about you yes okay um let's make me wet i'll tell you oh this weekend me and my friends had a taylor swift party we all made drinks based off of of taylor swift songs Okay, oh, yeah. that's fun. Yes, that was a lot we of fun. We love good cocktails mm-hmm. here. Yes, yeah. yes. It was a very creative party. What's making me dry? All the family trauma people are about to Yeah, enter. yeah. How busy true. your schedule is about to be from everyone's family <laughs> trauma. Um, no, well, I don't mind. I wouldn't say that makes me wet, but I don't I don't mind it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aww. 
know, holidays could be tough. They could be great, but they could be tough. But now you have a, t a whole bunch of gift guys, <laughs> gifts yeah. you can get people, yeah, yeah. sex toy based. Go to really home and decompress. Really make their holidays wet. Yeah. Like, Literally. Masturbate the seasonal depression away. Yeah. Masturbate the seasonal depression yeah. away. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Trademark that. Yeah, yeah. trademark yeah. that yeah. for yeah, you, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, happy holidays, everybody. Yes, Merry happy Christmas. Holidays. And I guess we'll see you next time. Yes, we will. For, I guess that's going to be our final again. episode oh. of the season. Wow. When we yeah. see them next time. So, oh, that's making me dry. Yeah. That oh, yeah. was so fast. So fast. Well, oh, thank you again yes. for being here. Happy thank holidays, everybody. You. Get wet. Get Bye. wet. Bye.